0: a big week? It has been a very big week.
1: Um, big afternoon as well, by the sound of it. Big after. big day. Yeah. Um, no, it's been a big week, Brett, and one that is probably always going to, particularly with the new time slot of the Inter Dominion in December, going to be a week that really does shape markets and to shape people's expectation for the, for the wonderful series that is right on our doorstep, Brett. It's only 15 days? 16 days. Okay. Yeah. Um, by the time everyone listens to this, though, look how sharp you are. You're accommodating for when this is released. <laughs>
0: 15, 15 days. That's right, Brett. And it is kickoff for the heats, which is
1: bloody unreal, isn't it? It sort
0: is. Sort of snuck up. Ama- yes, it has, amazingly. Um, so, yeah. How are you coping?
1: Yeah, good. I uh, haven't really thought about
0: Until now. Okay. Haven't
1: thought about it till now. Um, and... Um yeah, we've we're obviously having a bit of a low key build up. It's exciting. I mean and hopefully we've got two weeks to keep Triple Eight in one piece and then and and be a part of an Inter Dominion, which is something that was the reason we came into the horse. Oh. And yeah. something that would just be
0: bloody unreal to be a part of. So Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a little bit excited about it. Um New Zealand Cup. We've gone straight into that, do we think? Or <coughs> I think so. <coughs> I
2: we-
0: will
1: say we've just opened up with the um with the Lord uh, intro. Yes. Did yes. you listen to last week's show, Brett?
0: Um, a little. Yeah. No, I don't know. Why?
1: Well, you know how we start off with the old 147.7. Yeah. Did you catch what I'm, I'm going to say I here? You didn't put the thing you, in? Yeah, not at the right spot. It popped up like two minutes later.
0: Fuck. we out. No, okay.
1: That's pretty funny. So somehow you must have just grabbed yeah. the little toggle thing and put it in the wrong spot. But yeah, uh, right. Okay. No, Brett, look... Um, it's yeah. It's getting it's getting close. It's getting to the business end. I think we saw a lot. We would have well. I think we learned a lot on Tuesday. Um and yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to discussing that tonight. We've got a beer review coming up tonight, and I have to um, flag it with you. Um, I found a winner. It was suggested to me by Young Josh in the bottle shop tonight. Yes. Um, actually a purchase that wasn't without its dramas is um for those listeners out there. There are obviously Height limits on a horse float getting through a bottle shop at times, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, Megan and I had to go and drop a horse up at Ingleston um, and and um, yeah, check on a few mares. And I thought we'll duck through the bottle shop and get a couple of travellers for Megan because obviously it's illegal to have a uh, open vessel of alcohol and drive in victoria yes it is um and yeah the float just didn't make it but unfortunately the only way i really determined that was by megan standing in the back of the ute and um while i tried <laughs> to drive the float in and the vents were just going to get it so anyway i had to reverse out of the bottle <laughs> shop which um wasn't too eventful but
0: you love a okay. drive-thru though don't you? you're a big fan of a drive through. uh
1: well this is Robbie Idale's drive through, and he's a mate and a good bloke so yeah. that's usually the only drive through I frequent usually I go to celebrations because it's on the way out of um, the courthouse so I go in there okay. and see Rasmith or, um, yep. or Cheryl who that's are-
0: the place where you win your prizes once a year? Is that the point? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 And I don't think Rasmith knows how to actually take points off, so I just go and claim stuff all the time and <laughs> nice. no points actually go off. Nice. And I think he's too embarrassed to ask the boss how to actually take people's points off. So it's a bit like um, Jesus, seven loaves and five fishes. I just keep on cashing in the prize. Anyway, we digress majorly here, Brett. It's um, true. So we're here. We're in one piece, um, which is important.
0: So, Newton Zealand cup. Let's mm. cover that. Okay. The bat. That, uh, so, Massive win for Danny Z. Yeah. Um, it was just
1: terrific, wasn't it? And, and Cruz Bromac, um, wow, he's been a good horse for a very long time. Yeah. I think yeah. His, his Australian debut was when he came out very late three-year-old and um, and just blitzed at Sydney one night. Well, you and I might have been on a table with the Sheik um, on that night. Harvey Kaplan, who, of course, formerly owned a good chunk of Cruz Bromax. Yes, yes. Which unfortunately sort of I suppose in some sense he wound down his ownership interests a lot in the sport, but to think that he's basically could have I mean he's Bling It On's won the Vic Cup, yeah. Cruz Bromax won um, <laughs> the New Zealand Cup. That's very true. Um, so it's, it's sort of sad that he's not still involved in the way he is, but for Twitter followers of his, it's possibly a blessing that he isn't because, because he would have laid it on thick. Because he would have been laying low during footy season with Essendon being such a rabble, but um, he'd be up and about now, I would say. But
0: um, Cruz's first start in Australia actually ran fourth at, uh, at Menangle mm. uh, in a three-year-old race. Yeah right. Was it around Breeders' Grand semi
1: time? So like twentieth of August or something like that. This was actually the first of August. So I reckon the one okay. we saw
0: it was yeah a bit later. Maybe his third start, and he did uh, yeah he won yeah. his next two at Manangle Metro. Ah, there races, you go. So, yeah. yeah. So, yep. Um Brett, um, I'm
1: well. I've, I've got these are some of my thoughts on it. Yes. Uh, I'm wrapped for Danny Savitsanos. He's just such a. He's got such a great energy about him. Uh, he comes he puts a lot of money in and uh, but he's just such an enthusiastic really affable man and he um uh, I, I just think he's a breath of fresh air for the sport I love the photos of him slinging uh, mark Purden over his um <laughs> over his shoulder uh,
0: yeah yep. which
1: is funny I don't know whether he thought better of trying to do that with Natalie and thought he might end up with a punch in the face <laughs> or if he had have tried that but it would have been good to see Verse album um Part of me, I suppose, though, would really enjoy if that horse had have been in Amanda Greaves' name. Um, yeah, you know, okay. two weeks ago he was. He yep. ran a great Vic Cup in Amanda's name. Yep. Um, and that might have got our listeners' mega megabed up then for an Australian-trained... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, ...double on the day. Um, and it's it's this sounds... This, I don't want this to sound in any way sour at all because I love the Kennards and the Kennard connections and all of that. But I just... I suppose it was good for another owner to enjoy the New Zealand Cup win. Yes. And that's not to suggest that, you know, they don't deserve every success they get in the sport. They put a lot in, they travel their horses, they're wonderful people. Um, but I think the sameness, albeit still an All-Stars win, but I'm yeah. I'm wrapped for Blair Orange, I'm wrapped for Mark and Natalie, but also for Amanda Greve and Dean Braun, who have been, you know, cared for this horse for the last couple of years. He's had quite a few trainers yep. um, yes. because he had Kevi Pizzuto there for a period as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, when, yeah, when they put sh-
0: the same move on Kevy after... The, oh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, which it was. Yeah, Len Smith-Mile. Mile. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I, I'm pleased about that. Yep. It absolutely is good to see. Like, as, yeah, as you said, the can are great people, but it is good to see just another person experience that, you know, winning that, you know, yeah. magical race, a legendary race. It's just, um, and as you said, it couldn't happen to a nicer person. Yeah. Um,
1: and what did you think, Brett, otherwise about the race, apart from the Danny Savitsanos and the Cruz Bromac? Uh,
0: I didn't have strong thoughts about it, to be honest. I mean, I was, I was uh, from an alibar point of view, I was wrapped with the run of chase. He, he yeah. ran, his, you know, ran his heart out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, um, made up a lot of ground late. Um, what else? Classy Brigade probably should have won. Could yep. have won, yeah. Maybe not. Should have. Could have had the potential to win if he had a st- stuck to the to the rails or the pegs, I should say. Um, to me, the the if I'm going to be honest, I think that the, the free for all at the moment ranks are just lacking a horse that really captures your attention. And Spankham is a very very good horse, and crew, they're all very very good horses. Yeah. There's there's no you know I don't know a linear the shark or a even a smolder. I don't think yeah. small uh, Spankham's in for, for for me anyway. Yeah, that's that's you know. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I, I agree, Brett. And and look, Spankham did all but win the bloody race. Oh yeah. Having yeah. said that, oh, the whole I don't think he anyone in this last twelve months has said he's the horse that can sit parked or lead the whole way oh, no. to win a New Zealand Cup. Oh, so he's, he's done not, an amazing job.
0: Yes, he's no Lazarus
1: though. The 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 idea of a Lazarus or a Quinny or that yeah. or a smoking up that yep. is it's a horse for people to follow, but it also at times uh, takes away from the competition in a race as well. So in a sense, we're getting an mm. even race mm. like the Vic cup has been. Yep. So we've had two grand circuit races, bling it on and cruise Bromac. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, neither of those will win another grand circuit race this season. Now I may be proven wrong, but in a sense that will be Sha- a good thing as the well. Sha- the
0: Sha- well. just choked on his uh, English English breakfast. <laughs> but-
1: um Do you know, and that can be a good thing for the sport as well. Oh,
0: absolutely, Um, it can, yeah, the the evenness of it, yeah. And like. um,
1: One of the things, though, Brett, too, is there were four. Purton's had four runners in at All Stars, and they've, you know, occupied the top five positions, which still just goes and shows you how superior they are on the big days and the big races.
0: They can certainly, yeah, peak a horse better than most. Yeah. Having said that, the Duns, you know, had two of the top six as well. Robert done mm. so that's a that's a bloody good achievement as well but yeah um look like i don't think it's going to go down as a vintage new zealand cup but that doesn't no, it that, won't. that doesn't um you know that doesn't change the fact that it's it's you know he's too bloody like to win it and brett we had three three horses
1: travel from australia over for the cup now if you do have that dominant star
0: yeah, wouldn't happen. It doesn't
1: happen. So no, I think the Australasian feel yeah, was t- really...
0: Yeah, because you only had, you had Tiger Tara last year was the only one. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
1: So I think that is a good element to it. Otherwise, the day, I was wrapped to see the Duns really have a good crack during the day and, yep. you know, really take a good chunk of prize money away from the day and a couple of wins. Yep. Um, it's great to <laughs>
0: great to see the Aussies, Quinella,
1: yeah, uh, trotting free-for-all. Bloody oath it was. Yeah. Um, what are you grinning at? I'm just
0: surprised you watched it. Uh,
1: <laughs> I actually haven't watched it. I, I knew the result. I would, I, I would have felt that it spoiled for me. I'm wrapped for Ricky Alchin because the Alchins are universally, correctly, and rightly acknowledged as just being wonderful people, a wonderful family. Ricky's a terrific guy, and the, you know, um, yeah, he, he. I'm just wrapped for him. He'll take the, take the horse everywhere. Have horse, will travel is his attitude. Yep. And this horse, he's done a great job. Obviously, there's a story with Anthony Button getting to the, to the race. Andy and, and, and Kate, obviously, back there trotters. Andy's got a great idea or a great eye for referencing where his horses are, are up to. Yep. So, if he takes a horse over there, he's not just doing it for frequent fly points. No, um, no. So, yeah, no, look, I think that was terrific that they were able to go over to New Zealand and particularly... Not, not to take anything away from um, McLovin, but for Tough Monarch, it's an Australian bred to go over and do it, which is, you know, another sort of, you know, I suppose, unique thing as well, because often we go back with New Zealand bred horses, because a lot of our Grand Circuit horses in both gates are Kiwi bred. Yep. So I think that that's, um, yeah, that's a good thing yeah, as well. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So. Did you think he wasn't Australian bred then? No, but, no,
0: no, I was just actually looking up who he was by. And oh, yeah. he's a monarchy, so yeah, yeah. monarchy... it. We might have even got the trifecta, I think. Yeah, Maybe. right. Which is a bloody good right. achievement.
1: Yeah, and his, people want us to become a Republican, and this is why <laughs> we shouldn't, because we get horses like uh, tough monarch, tough monarch, and McLoven.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, well, we're probably going to touch on a couple of the others later in there. Right. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, but right in
1: front of us right now, we're recording. It's nine thirty-three. Amendment 13's about to race at uh, Kilmore, a horse that Brett and I both have an ownership interest in. He's been backed. He's 3.70. He opened at 6.50. Oh, This just baffles me.
0: Um, <laughs> I just a, don't understand it. I, he, when he was trained by Emma Stewart, I thought it was the Emma Stewart factor, but clearly it's the uh, Nixon bloodstock factor that people just jump aboard and want to uh, back horses. <laughs> Well, Darren Carroll is now the managing
1: owner, and Darren's a punter, and I'll guarantee you that's not none of Darren's money that's making that horse back from six fifty to three seventy. No, yeah. um, goodness me, yeah. so.
0: Um. <laughs> Anyway. Brett, other things uh, we'll have a chat about. We'll, um, we'll probably touch on a couple of the other undercard performances, I would imagine, later on.
1: We will, if you want to, if you consider the free for, junior free-for-all an undercard event. It possibly was the uh, the main event, really, when you think about the calibre of animal that weighed in. Um, well, the winner was
0: very good. Behind that, I'd question it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, I reckon what we need to do, just for the purposes of this race and... Uh, Fluidity of this recording, Brett. Is yep. we will take a break and we'll watch Amendment 13 race, and then we'll be back with Omni Huckleberry.
0: Welcome back, uh, listeners. Should be an interesting rest of the show after that performance. Uh.
1: Oh, Brett, the only look you just could not feel as bad as the people who have backed Amendment 13 <sighs> from 650 to 340. At least the whole time, I was just just baffled by that fact. Yeah, but oh. yeah. Gee, uh,
0: less uh, less we say about that the better, I reckon, Chad.
1: I think so. I think so. Um.
0: Now, I had to give a shout out to Johnny Turner. Yes, big listener of the show. Is he? Uh, what's happened to his show? Have we um, killed it off? Yeah. Well, it's a, don't like to bring it up too much, but yes, it's, a, it's, it's, it's done. Well, until we go off the airways, he's, he's not competing with us. That's okay. Okay. Um. Johnny got the back page story in the the press from the cup. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool yeah. for a journalist to get the back page, full back page. Yeah, about the cup. I thought it was. Uh, what was the paper? Uh, I think it's called the Press. I don't actually know. It's a Kiwi, the one in Christchurch. Whatever yeah. that one's called.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. So uh, uh, he's a good kid. Uh, he's picking up a few tips here and there. And um... <laughs> um, yeah, hey, so, no. Mark Purton. Um,
0: Mark, it's good. Hey. <laughs> Johnny, we love you. Um, And I have some listener feedback. Oh, yeah? I was uh, caught up with, uh, saw Simon Robinson during the... Yes. After, it wasn't actually that long after, it might have been Thursday even. And uh, he said his favourite part of the show was when Megan came home and turned on the microwave. So (laughs) I said, thanks very much for that, Simon. So (laughs) that's that's some great feedback there. So, um, yeah, so we might need more Megan apparently on the show.
1: Well, I did mention Brett. We, we nearly lost Megan's toe tonight because part of the I saw um, what you said, part of the drive, part of the drive-through endeavours. So we reversed the float out of the um, drive-through, and I went in and I got I got uh, a ten pack of um, Carlton dry stubbies, <laughs> yep. and then I bought this beverage that I'll shortly cover in our beer review, and. I chucked the stubbies into Megan and inadvertently I've actually got a, um, uh, a, a battery powered yeah. angle grinder in the passenger seat yep. and I'm disappointed in Bosch that they don't have a double sort of safety mechanism on this because it actually turned the angle grinder on. I didn't realise oh, I'd closed the door and by the time I got around the other side Megan was sort of screaming that what? <laughs> and the angle grinder was going off at her feet so... Anyway, uh, she couldn't get out of the car because the seatbelt was on and she was in a panic mode. But anyway, we got there, um, and and yeah. she's in hospital now. So she's it's not, all good. she's not in hospital. That's her opening the fridge door now. <laughs>
0: okay, um, Simon will be happy then. Brent, well,
1: why don't we? Um, that's good. Thanks for your feedback, Simon. Um, beer review. Yeah, we don't have an intro for beer review, no. but this is something that Josh, the young fella at the bottle shop, did actually uh, recommend to me because I was saying I've got to find something I haven't had before and. Mm. The range isn't that broad in at Robbie Idale's shop. Yep, okay. This is a Cooper's Brewery XPA. Mm. Now, Brett, it's a nice can, isn't it?
0: It's it. Purple? uh, Purple. I don't think I've had a
1: beer from a purple can before.
0: No, it's got a bit of passion about it.
1: It does, and purple was my favourite colour growing up. I've now moved to blue, but I was always a purple fan. Mm. This is a really, really nice beer. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind a Cooper's Pale Ale. I don't like the piss that they pour out of the beers, <laughs> uh, the pub's beer taps in South Australia. That's terrible, <laughs> that stuff. But I don't mind a Pale Ale, and I will say this Cooper's Brewery XPA... I really like it. Okay. This is my only, only my first can. Yep. Um, but, oh, geez, it's, it's really nice. I think it's a bit like um, Pirate Life, okay. probably a bit cheaper, but yep. I know Cam Brown um, is a big Pirate Life fan. He is. Um, this is, yeah, that's sort of the, the flavour I get about it. You have to really like a, um, you know, a pale ale to enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm.
0: mm. Do we have a ranking?
1: I'm going to give this a nine. I do rate every, like all these beers very high okay. because I just love beer. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> it's on a curve. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. a nine. Well, it's not really a bell curve for me. It's an inverse bell curve. <laughs> exactly. With only one <laughs> half. <That's laughs> cool. um, a
1: 9.0. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. cool. I don't know what I gave Feral hog, but it's, it's below that, but not far below oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: think you gave that a 9.2 maybe. I probably gave it a 10. You could have, you could have. That's beer review. Cooper's Brewery XPA.
1: Try one, give me some feedback. Um, Mm. Get in touch with us on Twitter about what your experience with Cooper's is. No additives, no preservatives. Mm. I'm happy about that.
0: Nice, Mm.
1: beautiful. Brent, it's time for every Tombstone fan's favourite segment. Let's have the intro.
2: Well. I
0: didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Jeez, I uh, copped a bit on Twitter during the week.
1: Yeah, as you should have, because I actually watched the movie again the other night.
0: <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I still watched it. Sorry, Grant. Oh, uh, I reckon I might watch it this weekend.
1: Um, yeah, no, uh, me and I think Leo might have watched it with me the other night, and Oh, God, it's a good show. I'm not going to go on about it like I did last week. Okay. Brett, who was your Huckleberry from the last week, mate? Who did something that you didn't think they had it in them?
0: Well, I've got two, and they're both a bit, uh, a little bit boring. So, okay. But, uh,
1: That's all right. Most of your stuff is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cruz Bromac winning the Cup. I didn't think he could win the Cup.
1: Neither did Mark Purden, if you watched their um, DVD YouTube clip on Sunday after their last work work, uh, workout.
0: Was he... Okay. Mark's- was he the forgotten horse of the yeah. New Zealand <laughs> Cup?
1: <laughs> the 17th forgotten horse. <laughs> no, Mark had basically just said, oh, I, I could be happier. I just wish we had a bit more time to get him ready. Yeah. Okay. And that was two days, 48 hours yeah. before he won the Cup.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. So so
1: you and Mark Purden both had him as your Huckleberry.
0: That's about, oh, and lack of hair about the only two things we've got in common. Um, and also Amazing Dream. I was very taken with her run, and it's probably a little bit twofold. One, um, the fact she did what she did and did it against Heisenberg, and I, you know, I think Heisenberg's a very good horse. Yeah. A four-year-old, whatever he is, an entire or gelding. So, yeah, she's, um, with the, uh, sort of tragic news, I suppose, as well, Tra- harness racing tragedy, uh, with, uh, Sweet On Me, finished. Really? Yeah. Didn't you read that?
2: No. No,
0: no she's she's uh her racing career's done. Oh shit, when did that come out? Was
1: it on the All-Stars website or someone tweeted uh, it? I think DVD tweeted it. Oh my
0: god. Well someone tweeted, I can't remember. It was on Twitter anyway. It might have been DVD or, or one of the owners. Oh god, that's no good. I'm gonna look so at that right uh, now. That's uh that's terrible news, but that means that Amazing Dream's clearly gone to number one amongst the three-year-old Phillies in New Zealand. Mm wasn't DVD, or when did it come out? Was it today? No, no, it was uh, well, I mean, either yesterday or the day before. Really? Yeah. she's not much gets past me on
1: uh, DVD's Twitter feed. Uh,
0: um. Well, that's terrible. What the, What injury did she do? Didn't say. Actually, no, it was Gary Knight that tweeted it. Okay. No, I didn't say. It just said, I don't know, yeah, an injury. Um, wow. So, um, yeah, very disappointing news, but yeah. um, Amazing Dream was my second... Uh, my second Huckleberry. Yes. Yeah. Alright. It was a phenomenal run. Did you actually watch
1: it? Uh, yeah, I did. Mm. Came for wide at about came, the yeah. five or six hundred. Came from last and yeah. yeah, just flew home. Yeah. Um my Huckleberry was Ultimate Sniper. Um obviously like, we declared <laughs> him as and we both declared him as being um unders. A few weeks ago,
0: I still think we were right, Shannon. Oh yeah, well
1: that's right. I believe they may not race him in the interview. Exactly,
0: that's just the idea I was going on. (laughs) I
1: and and I'm I'm going off um the fact that in the Ashburton Flying Stakes he he like was didn't even look like he was at that level, and obviously the other day it was the Junior Free For All. But his performance was just out of this world, and obviously, I had a particular interest in the race with um with our horse Triple Eight being in there. But most observers of that race would have to concede that that horse you you would expect that horse to weaken in the um in the home straight. He just did an enormous amount of work, and he just put the foot down. Nat put the foot down, and the horse just said, "I'm out of here." He's like the Roadrunner and just pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was just an extraordinary performance and yes. um, one that I'm, yeah, I, I didn't think he had it in him and it's probably, it probably left me a little bit flat right at the time, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Brett. But, um, yeah, but anyway, that was that was my Huckleberry. I didn't think he had it in him.
0: No, he was very impressive, and very, it, very impressive.
1: Um, to, you know, to keep Joel Happy up there in um, LaSalle's where he's, um, you know, running the bunker side at the moment. Um, in terms of Triple Eight, I, I was, as I said, I'm a bit deflated there, but then I go and look and think, well, um, you know, uh, Classy Brigade and Cruz Bromac were the other, you know, <laughs> members of the trifecta at Kaikura last, Kaikoura. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, and also Triple Eight did, you know, run a last mile in, uh. 153 and change which I think is the fastest last mile of the day Yep. Uh, yesterday I mean yeah you know you can't eat sectionals but there are 152 horses (laughs) raced around yesterday and one of them broke 154 for a last mile Uh, join the
0: dots (laughs) Brett yes
1: Uh, you got anything to add to to that before we move on to our next segment
0: no no that is all that was uh, another Classic edition of I'm your huckleberry. All right,
1: <laughs> you got to watch that show too. It's so good. Uh, social scene, Brett. Did we have? Do we yet have a theme tune for this? No, we don't. All right. You're not leaving here tonight without it. Okay, We're gonna right. check one out. All right,
0: excellent. Okay,
1: Brett. Uh, what have you seen in social media? Which. We obviously use the broad social media umbrella, knowing that, obviously, I only have Twitter.
0: Yeah, I'm using Twitter, so that's it. I've got two this week, Shannon. Okay, good. Let's hear them. Uh, I'll go with the non-harness racing one first. This has to do with thoroughbred. uh, Okay, well, it's still racing. It's It's not American
1: sports, so I'll tune in.
0: At at Rory underscore Flanagan tweeted this out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's 100% true or not, but I, I like it anyway. Nature Strip. You watched, uh, he won the uh, the sprint on Saturday? Yeah. Very like, just blitz. Shadding, yeah. One of the more impressive runs you're ever going to see. Yeah. Oh, I got the quaddie on Saturday, by the way. Uh, yeah. I tell you that? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He also gave me eight other tips oh, and yeah. none of them came in.
1: One of them in that race. <sighs> okay. Against Nature Strip, I laid it. Anyway, Nature Strip shadding. Yes. What did, what did this <laughs> Nature Strip
0: day? owner, Rod Lyons, said, Sorry to all the kids here for the family day. Santa ain't coming in reference to Santa and Elaine. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's a, funny, that's a funny quote if he said it. My second one comes from at Brennan Racing. And this has to do with uh, it's basically the video that uh, they got Jack Revolt to record yes. for Riley. Yes. Basically, you know, she uh, must have got tipped out in the yeah. car and yeah. uh, Jack uh, gave her a That few... cool. was pretty cool. Was Jack down there because of HRA chairman Michael Taranto? I don't think so. I think it's just Tasmanian. He was down there probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. no. Is uh, that the trots? Ma- Michael. Well, I think they had him there for because it was such an important event—the Australian Drivers Championship, which no one knows was on. <laughs> Who won? No, oh, Gary Hall Junior. Junior. Yeah. 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 No. no. Yeah. Well, right. Probably Toronto was there because of Jack Reebot. Yeah. Well, that's probably true, Brett.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was good to see that uh he's you know, yeah. that to get and for Ash to get that message to assist us. So Yeah, it was a cool video. Yeah, that was very cool. Um, my social scene is um a, a little exchange with um Ben Cray. Um mm-hmm. What did you all God for? Oh
0: any stage with Ben Cray, could be
1: anything. Yeah. Um He's a little bit like everyone's wife, Ben crazy, isn't it? Where you just have this needly little argument with him and you just annoy him, but you still love him. Um, but how... So, I'm going to go... I, Joe, gonna, I don't know what you no,
2: listen. listening I'm going to
1: go back with... Um, so, when I obviously lamented the fact you can't just go and get a feed of chops somewhere. And I was eating oh, chops at the yeah. time, all
0: right? gathered that. You probably had a couple as well. Wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. had. And
1: I just... I, I love it. And I always think that. Why can't you get chops? It's, it's on, in everyone's top five meals. Not chops. Mine. Okay, well you got issues. Um you just haven't had good chops in. Um I've had ones that but Ben Cray comes back and says because um, I said, Why is it you can't get a feed of chops in a pub or anywhere? Did you see it? And he says, Because it's not nineteen eighty five.
0: Yeah. I do like that. That was funny.
1: I didn't mind that, except coming from Ben, who was in New Zealand at the time because he went over there, travelled internationally to watch u two, who basically peaked in nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> Tonight he's going to see Martin Short and Martin uh, Martin Sheen and, Martin Sheen and um, Steve Martin.
0: Yeah, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah.
1: If it, usually stuff is about tweeting about Talking Heads concert or stuff like that, so of all the guys who are living in the eighties, man, he's the one who should be saying. Because it's no longer nineteen eighty five. Because pretty much he surrounded himself by everything nineteen eighty
0: five.
1: Yeah. which is
0: Carol wasn't born in nineteen eighty five, was she?
1: (laughs) No. No, she'd be nineties girl I'd say.
0: Yes, yes. No, that's very true.
1: Yeah, so anyway, it was just something that made me laugh that um it was Ben who who wanted to frown upon habits of nineteen eighty five.
0: So, basically, mm. you just use a social scene to whack Ben. Great. I don't S- mind that.
1: Slightly. And you, too. I mean, they, they are <laughs> oh, just f- overrated. They actually peaked in 1985.
0: What's uh, wrong with the- Actually,
1: 87, I think, they had um, Where the Streets Have No Name, and then it was all downhill from there. And maybe I'd pay Sunday Buddy Sunday in the early 80s, but, um, oh, they're a terrible band, <laughs> They're terrible. And I'm sorry, I know Bono listens to this, and it's not personal, Bono. It's just not my genre.
0: <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Okay. I must admit they're not they're not my favourite band, but I would have thought their early stuff is pretty good.
1: Um. You know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I'm definitely uh not a fan. In fact, Bono isn't even my favourite Bono.
0: <laughs> I can't think who who is.
1: Blue suit. Jason Bonington Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's right. My favourite Bono. Okay. Um, Brett, that's it. We've done, it. Uh, I think we might be over to Sportsbet. And this is actually a good segue because I'm getting a few text messages here from um, disgruntled
3: owners of Amendment 13. Uh, yeah, all right. Over to Sportsbet, see what the boys have got for us this week. The week three market update here for Sportsbet. ADI, the Pacers market. Yeah, the Pacers market looks uh, this way. So we've got Spankham at 350, Cruzborough Mac at
4: seven, along with the fixer. Uh, Ultimate Sniper at seven fifty, on at eight, and St. Carlo uh, drifted out to ten. And uh, and what about the the top of the Trotters market there? What's the top five or six in that? Yeah, the top uh, of the Trotters we've got Marquela at three twenty, uh, followed by Tough Monarch Five, uh, McLovin, who we think may make the trip at seven, along with Winterfell. And Sunday Sun at seven fifty.
3: Very good. and the week that was, obviously, the New Zealand Cup was the big one on on Tuesday. Uh, Cruz Bromac, uh, obviously, as they crossed the line there, I could uh, I could see you tapping the, the keyboard furiously. And what was the move there on Cruz Bromac after taking that one out?
4: Yeah, so he was eleven dollars uh, pre Cup. Now he's into seven. Um, The other big mover on the day was in the junior free-for-all with uh, Ultimate Sniper. uh, Hitting a high at one stage of 26, we've got him now into 750.
3: That's a massive move and I also noticed in that despite the wave of money we've taken for for triple eight in that market, there's been a blatant disrespect for Shannon's money there and you've just pushed it back out. Yeah, we're just, we're just uh, getting the percentages down. So, yeah, slightly tweaked his price. <laughs> Didn't like that run, run at all. So, go again, Shannon, there if you feel the need. Uh, Seeing Carlo as well, we noticed drifted um, big time in the in the wider market. I know you're a massive fan. I mean, probably not as much as Blue Suit Bonington. Um, you've, but you've pushed him slightly to $10, but we, not, not the whole way out yet?
4: No, I haven't thrown him out completely. Obviously, um, you know run was was poor but um look the stand star first time you've got to be
3: forgiving yeah and I, I guess he, he currently exists on your screensaver on your computer <laughs> so you are very reluctant there and um, obviously a uh, self-assured coming out meant some changes in the water uh, paces market as well that's right so we've, we've adjusted a little bit but uh in the uh
4: at the top of the market, Spankham, we've got uh, 350. Is actually the best uh, in market, Had, having a look around just earlier. So if you like Spankham.
3: Spankham, yeah, that was a, a, the, the two minutes prep we've put into this little yeah. update here. That was one point you wanted to make. Yeah. Best in market, yeah. Spankham. Better it. than, uh, what would we be, 350? 350. 350 be, next best? 365 around 320. 320, uh, tab? Tab around 280. 280. Yeah. So uh, if you if you like Spankham, uh, shopping at Sportsbet is the way to go there. Um, the other race as well, the Trotters Free For All, one of the nicest bloke in harness race and Ricky Olsen fantastic to see uh, a great win there on, on tough, tough Monarch um, and Sunday Sun is an interesting one as well so t- firstly Tough Tough Monarch what was the market move there after yeah, that win? 6, six uh, into 5 so just tightened him slightly and Sunday's Sun is the, again exclamation mark next to this one for you one year a massive pot on him <laughs> can't we think it's unders and we're, we're really taking on? well I've seen uh, two 280 out there so That's we're disgusting. we're 750 and look he's, he's been trotting poorly of late yeah. so doesn't Doesn't look in the in the zone at the moment, does he? No. Now, megabets, uh, no luck yet. Um, Shannon's getting a little bit edgy here. hasn't landed one. And uh, I spoke to Shannon earlier, and actually Brett was sort of um, sort of consoling with him, but he, he feels a little bit left out here. There's been no megabets around um, around Brett, so we've decided to go with an Alabar bloodstock theme one here. So um, Alibar studs, we've gone with Oscar Bonavina uh, to win Friday to win the trot into Lumini at Melton, uh, uh, which is uh, also Brighton, Friday night, night isn't yeah, it? Night yep. Night so o- Oscar, of course, by Majestic Sun, one of Alabar's sires, and Lumini also by Sports Rider, which is one of Alabar's sires. And then we've also thrown another Alabar-themed leg here at Melton. It's rapper's delight to run a place, of course, uh, not by an Alabar sire, but bred by Alabar in the day. So we've got Oscar Bonavina, which is currently 2'10", We've got Luminy, which is currently a dollar fifty in the market, and Rappers Delight, the place, which is currently a dollar sixty in the market. So the all up price at the moment is five dollars, but we're going to boost that to eight dollars for especially for the uh, for the Brett Coffee Alibar theme mega for this week. And uh, no luck yet. Uh, no, the the but... first one last week, uh, talker up hit the gate and gallops. <laughs> that that was no good right from the start, but. Yeah, we're hoping... I think this one we can go really close. Bit of a shorter price here. Yeah. Hopefully some luck for punters. Uh, we were going to refund that one if Spankham got up just to, uh, to refund there, yeah. but both legs lost. So we'll put that one in the back pocket and we'll give you an extra juicy odds this week on the Alabar Bloodstock Megabit. Get involved. Gamble responsibility.
1: All right, great work there from uh, Justin Kalafelt and uh, ADI. Brett, um, Alabar, a little Alabar MegaBet there, which is... Um, Yes. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And good price as well. Eight bucks? Yes. Eight yeah,
4: bucks,
1: eight bucks. Yeah, Oscar yeah. Bonavina. So Bonavina?
0: Oscar Bonavina yeah. to, to win. Lumineer to win. Yep. And Rapper's Delight to run a place in the yep. popular... I reckon rule. that
1: is very gettable.
0: Yeah, well, you know you know the trot as well, so you, you know that uh, Oscar can overcome the unru- unruly spot. I did notice that yeah. he is... Uh, there, on the outside. no, no, I think it's gettable. So that's uh, if you modded them up, you'd get four eighty. So yeah. the eights eight is uh, nice overs. So
1: uh, very good. And yeah. and Brett, time to go over to. Oh, actually, there is one thing I have to say in my defence. When what? the boys, which, sort which, of,
0: what are you defending this time? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, when the boys go and act as if I, you know, like uh, they've disrespected my money with um, with triple eight. I actually haven't had a bet with those tight asses. Because when I actually went and inquired about getting him in the market, they put up $26. What's
0: wrong with that?
1: Oh, well, that's unders when you think of the price I actually (laughs) did back him at. I have, however, had one bet with them on AAA. And I don't know whether they will honour this now when I say it was actually uh, of bold here for Father Glashine. Because Father Glash, uh, who was also in the horse, wanted to back the horse each way. And I said, but... There's only one place that's actually open with an each way price. Yep. And that is Sportsbet. Yeah. And
2: What's wrong that, with
1: that, well, they were huge unders, Brett. Like, they put oh. up 26 bucks at the same time you're $67 with the Crown. Bet Easy. Not that we're endorsing Bet Easy here, but. No, we're not. You know, they didn't let me get on at the 100 to 1. <laughs> However, so <laughs> I've, I've had a little, little wager on behalf of somebody else on my account. That. That shouldn't get me shut down because I'm sure they make a lot of money out of me and they wouldn't risk losing me betting with them. Um, yeah, so it's not my money on Triple yeah. because they actually never gave me a fair crack at it, which is unusual for sports, but usually they are, you know, yeah. absolute um, feeding time at the zoo. <laughs>
0: with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Brett, time for uh, the charity bet.
0: Yes. All right. Now, I so, know part
1: of the condition when uh, Justin felt negotiated this little um, insert with us was that it had to be a horse that I had a connection with when I used this uh, charity bet. Okay. Um, that was his insistence, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And so we're going to put the 100. In fact, we've already done it on Lord Zinzan at Menangle Race 6 on Saturday night. Yep. 100 the place at $3.90. is mm. drawn to, hopefully the emergency comes out. Um, he should be behind the leader at worst, sort of, you know, three pegs. Yep, yep. Um, he's racing in really good fashion. Yeah, so at 390, I reckon get on.
0: Get on, okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. Good
1: field, mind you.
0: Yeah. But uh, a yeah. good
1: draw also. Yes. And the stable's going well. Johnny McCarthy's absolutely flying at the moment. Yes,
0: mm. yes. Uh, no, very good. All right, listeners will follow you in, no doubt. Uh yes, Brett. Yes, time for unders and overs. Did we get a theme
1: tune for this?
0: No. Nah, well, you still haven't uh, fact. Oh, I don't. sent one through. You haven't done the back check on the.
1: No, no, that was different. That one was oh. for the um. That one was for the social scene. No. Oh no, you're right. It is you, for haven't the fact, you haven't back checked that guy. All right, we'll do that. Blocker. We'll do that, Brett. Look, this here, we're going to start running out of horses very soon. Well, yeah. And in a moment, we can talk about who's going and not going. Okay, but... Do you even know? Yeah, I, I do know. Okay. One, and right. and I'm going to reveal it when I'm oh, um, making unders. Yeah, right, nice.
0: <laughs> That's really, really classy, huh?
1: Well, it's the only way I can do this without really jinxing myself again. Um, at least if I say this horse is unders and he's, I know hey, he's not going. by the way, hmm.
0: did you hear anything from Sooty?
1: He actually did message me for a photo that he could use to um, mock something up. And I said... Sent-
0: <laughs> uh, look, Shannon, have you got a uh, nude of yourself so you may have texted to sa- Megan?
1: Yeah, to save me? the um, weekend? Yeah, to save me Photoshopping, can you just send me a photo of you with a compromising position with the sheep or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Um okay, but okay Yeah, no, don't don't encourage him to Okay.
0: No, I was just making sure he was still listening to the show. Yeah, no, he was listening. Okay, but okay. I reckon he didn't do it until
1: Monday. You didn't listen to Monday because okay. that's when I got the text. Okay, alright,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Alright, Brett, I'm gonna go with my unders, okay? Yeah, right, okay. And this is a horse and remember we're just really referencing the, the sports bet market here. Hmm. And this is a horse that is seventy-one dollars with the TAB yes yet $21 with with uh, sports bet oh
0: no
1: and so this is a horse who is the same price well he's $21 with sports bet yep courts in session yep i'm declaring him as my unders yep um with fairly a fair degree of confidence that the horse won't be going to the inner dominion
0: yep okay um He's basically what does that make about equal tenth in the market. So, yeah, yeah,
1: I know. Which and that's with sports bets. So I don't know
0: because yep.
1: it, it, he really is way out, out wide with everybody else. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, Kof who's your unders, mate?
0: Um, no, I don't actually have one, Shannon I can't. I couldn't find one.
1: Well, then you're gonna have to pick something and not just like like you're too scared of offending anybody. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Well, um here's one for you, and he might be by one of your stallions here. I'm showing you on the screen there. I,
0: <laughs> I picked him last oh, week. Oh, did you? <laughs> Star Galleria sure. for our listeners. He's actually gone out since uh, since last week. I think it was last week. I've already done him, though. So, yeah. Um, like, this is the thing. I, 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 we said this off-air. I said this off-air. Like, how do we know who's actually going to this into Of oh, oh. Course in session... Elmer's image, is he going anymore? Is a tight red going? Yeah. He is going? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I'm making my unders then. On on the cards, you've got conviction. He can't. Is he going? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Okay,
1: Okay. so you don't want to declare one at unders, uh, and that's fine because it is getting a little bit tricky now, (laughs) let (laughs) alone the last few weeks. (laughs) Overs, I've got one here.
0: Okay, hit me.
1: Um... Our Uncle Sam. Our Uncle Sam is $51 with sports bet. And our Uncle Sam's sin thus far is being a complete gimp at stand starts. We don't know how well the horse is going because he actually hasn't been able to put himself in the race. Very true. Back to mobile conditions this Friday. Yep. Uh, You know, like, take Tiger Tara off the um, Grand Circuit last year, and he's a two-time Grand Circuit winner. He's won the Inters and the Hunter Cup.
4: Yeah.
1: Without... Tiger Tara, who you know is a superstar. Yep. I reckon we can get caught up in his performances, which I, I feel a bit a bit sad that he's had three cracks at the stand and f- them all up straight away. I'll biff that out. Sorry, Brett. <laughs> yeah. He's completely duffed him, but that shouldn't take anything away from the horse. He's a very very good horse. No, um, he absolutely. Is, and yeah. so I think that he is now one of the few overs left in the market. Our Uncle Sam. Yep. All right.
0: Actually, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you an unders. It's in the Trotters. I'll go Winterfell. Mm. Forgot there was Trotters on.
1: That's he, he
0: that's good. One two. Well, equal third in the market, which I just think is. Now yeah, they've still got and, actually. Got, and his manners have been terrible lately. Haven't can, they? can we go? Can we go unders this Sunday Sun since they've scratched him? Since they've scratched him. Um, yeah, I just that's too short for me. All right. My overs, and this is, uh, I feel slightly justified by picking a horse I've already picked, but Big Jack Hammer's gone out in the market. Hey, is he definitely going still? Or is there some uh, doubt about him going? Um, He's gone from 17s when I declared him undead <laughs> to 34. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously no one, that yeah. is my opinion.
1: No, I, he'll still be going.
0: Yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine a reason why he wouldn't be going. Well, so ahead of him, you've got McLovin, who is doubtful now. Andy sort of left the left the door slightly ajar. Um, Sunday's son, who's apparently not going.
1: I got a question, Brett. Why wouldn't McLovin be going? Because the money's not good enough.
0: Uh, I think it's a couple of things. The money, and also I don't think he works very well that way. I think Andy tried to work him that way, and and he might have gone a bit sore in a knee or something. Or
1: yeah, it doesn't
0: go. It doesn't go as well that way anyway. Okay. But that doesn't mean he won't change his mind if he happens to run really good in, on Friday. So, Brett, this
1: weekend—that's um, under the covers, by the way. That is under the Yes, this weekend, Colt Thirty One fronts up at Melton again. Now there, he ex- has actually come in this week on sports bet. Yep. Uh, last was it last week he galloped? Last yeah. week he galloped. Yeah. This horse has not been missed, has he? I mean, he's fronting up every week no he's His, yeah. Grant Dixon's got a keyesy preparation into this horse at the moment <laughs> that's true um and
0: <laughs> including the galloping
1: uh no comment the um you know so is it is it a well he has to front up he has to show that he can do this before we waste our money on the air New Zealand flight over
0: I don't really know to be honest mm. Yeah, um he's very short this week so obviously he's betting about back performance yeah um we didn't actually mention that.
1: The race last week. Yeah. Him galloping or ride high in Hurricane Harley. Hurricane Harley was a little bit of a uh, Huckleberry. Yeah, I mean, we know he's a good horse, but did we think him. he could run down... Like, he virtually... He did all, all but ran down ride high with all favours going to...
0: We probably didn't expect it. We probably, but he's always yeah. had that in him, though, that mercurial performance. Yeah,
1: and I've got no doubt that Emma Stewart wanted to prove a point to Clayton Tonkin, <laughs> just let it to establish <laughs> bragging rights as well. So I reckon that horse wouldn't have been missed last week either. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it was good to see right high back and good to see, yeah, Hurricane Harley running. Running very close, but um, it's actually exciting. I know we're jumping ahead here a lot. I mean, this is an interminion podcast, but it's exciting to hear these people talk about miracle miles now with horses like, like him and I don't know. Well, how old ride high? Five. Five. Yeah,
1: five. Yeah. So, I like to think that Ultimate Sniper, if he doesn't go to the inters, which who knows, because it's Purden horse, and they're saying they might not, yep, to come over here for the um, chariots and and Bonanza as well. Yeah, to take on, you know. Or who will be our top four-year-olds? Brett will Centenario be um, Centenario <laughs> well, be out bad. and about?
0: Um, who knows? I don't know. I've not heard anything from there. Don't know. Who won the three-year-old Breeders' Crown? Um, that's a very, very good question.
1: Hmm. Anyway,
0: yeah. Um, it's Brett, quality podcast. <laughs> <where. laughs>
1: we might cut that out because people don't expect homework from us. For you, yeah. um. Last thing, interdim, Interdom Survivor. Now, it's belated. To, I reckon Nick Hooper, did Nick Hooper win it once?
0: Uh, yes. He got
1: his prize. Yes. Uh, yeah, he got his prize. Um, now, Johnny Turner won it last year, aforementioned.
0: Yes, the great man.
1: Um, so, Johnny, I've just been waiting until I get to New Zealand to be able to hit and deliver you all of this stuff because um, uh, I don't really trust it. Being flown over in ordinary cargo. There's some really good presents there and (laughs) prizes, and some of them I will have to secrete in uh, places that you don't want to know about to get through customs, I suspect. Um, But we're going to open that up again, listeners. We're going to do it different this year because it's such an administrative nightmare for people who do not want to put any time into administrating (laughs) this. That's true. So in the next week or so, we're going to open up Interdom Survivor. And this year, what we're going to do, we're going to take a a leaf out of Pogger's book here. And we're going to basically let people go and participate to... um, And then the winner at the end of Interdom Survivor, and you all know the rules, uh, will get to nominate a charity... And then everyone who participates in Interdom Survivor will put out the details of that charity charity and you can make a twenty dollar donation to the charity. That's better than trying to bring together all of the mind you nothing wrong, like I've still got um the McLean's I think Susan McLean or Elizabeth maybe chucked in these Japanese ice rock yeah, things. Yeah. They're pretty cool.
0: And you still read Does Johnny drink? Yeah, yeah, oh, he doesn't Okay. Okay, I was going to keep him. <laughs> and you still read Nick Hooper's Stallions? Yeah. 18, 1823 to Well, I'll have to read it because Johnny
1: doesn't realise there's a pack of ten of uh, Stallions' uh, history of the breed. That was part of last year's Interdom Survivor because everyone who's previously won a copy of Nick's book actually coincidentally donated it back for Interdom to Dom Survivor. <laughs> um, so... Um, yeah, they're a bit like a boomerang, those, uh, those books. You just can't give them away. Very hardy, though. <laughs> um, all right, so Inderdom Survivor will be back. Brett, what else is there to cover before we wrap this up?
0: Max Delight won the uh, three year old Crown final last year. Yes. Uh, yes. Hurricane Harley didn't make the final. Right. Remember, missed it. Okay. Okay. Out to play around second, Malcolm Sutton third, Demon Delight ran fourth, Lock and at fifth, so. That's who Ultimate Sniper will be running against. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Self Assured may be back by then. As well, because that's happened since last week. That he's out of the interdome.
0: Oh, yeah. A week
1: ago we had a. You know, <laughs> yeah, watching. He's the Forgotten Horse. We yeah. forgot about him. We've a hawk. You can overdo that Forgotten Horse stuff.
0: No, you can't. <laughs>
1: mm. Brett, I, oh, lastly, Sky Racing Active. It was outstanding coverage okay. on. So, who was um, on the Who was Tuesday. on stage? So, it was basically just fed in from the trackside coverage from oh, Kiwi. Oh, okay.
0: Beautiful. Yep.
1: Um, and so, um, Cassie Fah- Fahey? Yeah. That, that's how they do it, I think. Yep. Cassie Fahey was doing the trackside stuff. They had everyone mic'd up, or one driver per race mic'd up before really in the cool. warm-up, which was good. Yep. Samantha Otley was doing one, and it was bloody brilliant. Yep. Because in race two, I think she had a horse, I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh bugger it I almost did but anyway it was shying at a shadow yep so she went back in got a shadow roll put on it in the warm-up
0: oh, and really? then
1: went around and you could see as she was really trying to get the horse to switch on when she went past it again and yeah that was some really good access yeah, okay. um cool. so that was really good some of the interviews pre and post were terrific it was outstanding and a really good um a good treat for Australian viewers back here to watch, which is something that TAB and Sky can um, continue to promote for big days
0: yeah okay cool
1: um, and the last thing is and he probably got a couple of mentions on the day as well, but uh, Robert Dunn, his work with you know all the all the media in the lead up and during the day was outstanding, and I just think I was really it gave me reason to be extra pleased for the Dunns as well having the success that they did on the day, yeah albeit. Very close to being the ultimate success um, with their Gun Horse Classy Brigade. But mm, mm. anyway, maybe next year. Brett, fifteen days. It's going to count down really quickly. Um, I'm excited. Are you excited about it, though?
0: Yeah, yeah. I am. But
1: you're still not going. It's not excited enough to no, take the plane across. Probably
0: not.
1: Yeah, right. You go to New York for WrestleMania with um, Matty Young, who didn't even invite you to his wedding. Yet you won't come over to. Um, um, well, you went on about that. Yet you won't come over to um, New Zealand for the of Dominion. You've got something cooked up that weekend. I don't know what it is, but you've got something going on.
0: <laughs> WrestleMania is a once-in-a-lifetime show. I thought it was on every year. It is, but I'm not going every year. Right. I'm not paying those prices. All right, listeners, thank you. Another show in the can. Uh, Let's get we- this Mexican kid off, Brett. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Okay, I will. <laughs>
2: but every song's like gold teeth, gray goose, tripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room, we don't care, we're driving Cadillacs in our dreams, but everybody's like crystal Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece, jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash, we don't care, we aren't caught up in your love affair, and we'll never be royal. Royal. it's a run. Crave a different kind of bug, let me be your ruler.